Welcome to the Paralegal Voice, where you hear the latest issues and trends in the world of paralegals and legal assistance by two of the best-known paralegals in the industry, Vicki Voison and Linda Venny. Each of them paralegals for over 20 years and both dedicated to helping legal professionals reach their goals. You're listening to the Legal Talk Network. Hi, and welcome to the Paralegal Voice. Thanks for joining us for our monthly podcast here on the Legal Talk Network. I'm Lynn DeVenny, a litigation paralegal from a small law firm in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, where it is 80 degrees today and you can cut the pollen in the air with a knife. I also blog for the paralegal profession at Practical Paralegalism. And I'm Vicki Voison, a NALA Advanced Certified Paralegal calling in from Charlevoix, Michigan, where I work as a paralegal at Running Wise and Ford. I call myself the Paralegal Mentor and publish a weekly e-zine titled Paralegal Strategies, and that's available at paralegalmentor.com. The goal of the Paralegal Voice is to discuss a wide range of topics important to the paralegal industry and also to share with you leading trends, significant developments, and resources that we think you'll find helpful in your careers and your everyday jobs. We'll also have guests on the program to help us explore timely topics. And of course, we have sponsors. Today, we welcome our sponsor, Terrace. That's T-E-R-I-S. Terrace offers a full suite of litigation support services. On today's show, we'll talk with our guests about the opportunities provided by membership in a professional association. Joining us today are Patty Infante, the 2010-2011 president of NALS, the National Association for Legal Professionals, and Kathy Imarante, the association's president-elect. Both Patty and Kathleen have the professional paralegal and professional legal secretary designations from NALS. Patty Infante has been a member of NALS since 1995 and is the recipient of the 2005 NALS Award of Excellence, a past president of Philadelphia LSA and a past state president of NALS of Pennsylvania, Patty has served in various capacities with both her state association and local chapter. She is currently employed as a legal administrative assistant in the commercial real estate department of the Ballard Spar Law Firm in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Welcome to the Paralegal Voice. I am absolutely thrilled to be able to contribute today. Um, this is a, a first experience for me, and I'm very excited to be here. We're excited to have you. And our second guest is Kathy Amaranti. Kathy's been a member of NALS since 1990, currently the NALS president-elect. She's served at all levels of NALS. She was named NALS of Lansing Legal Professional of the Year in 1993 and the NALS of Michigan Legal Professional of the Year in 2002. Kathy has worked for 24 years as branch office manager, paralegal, and legal secretary to John P. Ryan, with the Kitsch Firm in Alchemist, Michigan. Kathy, welcome to the Paralegal Voice. Thank you, Vicki. I'm very thrilled to be here, too. I uh, never also, like Patty said, never done this before, and I'm very excited to be doing it. Great. Patty, we want to start with you. Um, if you could just tell us a little bit about NALS, um, its history, and its mission. Certainly. Um, NALS started way, way, way back in 1929 in Long Beach, California. There was a legal secretary by the, the name of Eula Mae Jett who was having some difficulty filing papers in a local uh, court, and the uh, court clerk had said to her, why don't you legal secretaries get together and figure out how to do these 
filings properly, and and that was sort of the 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 starting point from which now has has bloomed. Um, over the years, uh, what started out as a as a small local chapter over the years um, has blossomed into uh, several chapters and associations throughout the United United States, and eventually they all formed together in 19 around 1949 and became the National Association of Legal Secretaries. And then later, as the profession was evolving, so did NALS. It, it was found that that um, members' uh, uh, job descriptions were changing, and in order to uh, to provide a parallel for what was happening in their positions, NALS then changed their name, no longer using the acronym, but changing the name to NALS. Um, the mission of NALS is... Um, is very simple, and you usually find it just about everywhere. In fact, it's it's part of my my signature on my on my uh, uh, my emails, and it is that NALS is dedicated to enhancing the competencies and contributions of members in the legal services profession. And we do that in a variety of ways. We uh, we do that by offering continuing legal education and resource materials. We network. We are very committed to a, a code of ethics, uh, which most professional associations are, and we offer professional certification programs and designations. Uh, Kathy, tell our listeners about the non-tangible value of association membership and, in, in particular, uh, NALS membership. Well, I find with NALS, the the best part of this association to me is the NALS community, our network, so to speak. Anytime that you have an issue that you might need to resolve in another part of the state you're in or another part of the country for your employer, you can call up a fellow NALS member and they'll instantly find the person you need in their area or provide the answer for you. Uh, the other thing with NALS members is the huge support they have for each other. No matter what you're trying to do in your career, in your life, in your uh, association, the, they back you 100%. If, if you're someone that wants to become certified either as a professional paralegal or a professional legal secretary, your chapter members are going to provide a study group for you. They're going to give you the support. They're going to tell you, wow, you can do that. And, and these are the types of things that really help people grow. Uh, you know, to not be recognized for your achievements or to not, you know, feel like they're worth it you don't tend to go for things, but when you have that whole network of people behind you pushing you to reach higher goals, to maybe become NALS president-elect, you, you really bond with these people, and it's what brings you back year after year to the association. So I find it the community and the network that is the most valuable part of my membership. You guys have a very awesome virtual network, too. You guys are so great on Twitter and supportive and informative, so um, I definitely Definitely see that just interacting with you guys online. Um, Patty, let's talk a little bit about what NALS is doing to attract a diverse membership uh, with regard to job titles, generational issues, and all levels of legal experience. Sure, Lynn. Um, uh, NALS considers itself an all inclusive professional association, and we have members who range the gamut from administrators to paralegals, legal secretaries, even filing clerks, court reporters, and whatnot. Um, NALS is full of members also from every generational group, 
And we're very aware of this diversity among our members, especially, you know, as, as it connects to different ways of learning. Um, we are very progressive about what is happening out there with uh, the millennials, the fact that they are online. We, as you, as you were saying, we have a presence in Facebook and in Twitter and on LinkedIn, and we have our own community in NALS uh, called the, uh, the NALS community at Ning. And along with that, we support um, all, all job titles and all uh, levels of, of education within your career. We support you throughout, wherever you're headed to go. Our, our textbooks that we have, we have um, two main textbooks. One is called the Basic Manual for the Lawyer's Assistant. The other is the Advanced Manual for the Lawyer's Assistant. They're, they come complete with study guides. They, they will help you if you are someone who is new to the legal field. These textbooks and, and possibly joining a study group for the ALS exam can help you to learn the basics of the legal industry. When you're done, you will find that you have um, such a breadth of knowledge that you, on a wide range of practice areas, that, it, that you become empowered to be flexible enough to work anywhere in any type of practice area. Um, in addition, we, we hold uh, sessions online on a variety of topics where members can actually have the opportunity to talk to experts in that particular field. Um, this way, they can get the info that they need that pertains directly to their jobs and their professional life right then and there. And um, we are developing... Uh, what our diverse membership needs. We're developing them in a variety of ways. We also uh, hold, uh, you know, in-person conferences on various levels, which give our members time to interact with each other and learn things about different areas or or about uh, different practice areas uh, and, um, and help them to grow, just simply to grow, because we support them throughout their professional year from start to finish wherever they're headed. And again, that's that's a really good example of of the NALS community, isn't it? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Now, now I I've been a paralegal for a long time, and there's a problem that I've I've watched um, throughout my career. And and Kathy, I'm going to address this question to you. There are a lot of legal secretaries who actually perform paralegal work without being given the title. And conversely, uh, and this is what really bothers me, is that some secretaries are given the title paralegal when they're not doing paralegal work. So I'm wondering what NALS is doing to inform attorneys and also the general public about the qualifications that someone needs to use the title paralegal. Well, NALS, uh, we do support the ABA definition of a paralegal, and we do have that definition posted on our website. However, what we found is that the issue of titles is more or less dictated to by the individual law firms as well as small firms and local practitioners. For instance, many large firms have specific qualifications separating their paralegals and legal assistants from their secretaries or administrative assistants. My firm, you have to be a four-year degreed person to be a paralegal. However, I have 24 years experience as a legal secretary, and in my small branch office, they need only a part-time paralegal for certain duties that our insurance companies uh, feel are paralegal work. So they 
promoted me in the last couple of years to legal assistant or paralegal because I have taken all the certifications and I have done all the studying and I have the experience. So I see where firms are, you know, they, they use you how is best for the firm, you might say. And uh, a lot of small firms, they hire one person and they just expect that person to be able to do everything. And I think they promote that to their clients and things like that. This is my legal assistant rather than saying secretary anymore. I don't really know what NALS can do to change attorneys' mindsets because, you know, with them, it's all the bottom line. It's how it affects their profit. I know a lot of smaller firms are looking for the blended role, and I think we find that a lot today where uh, the secretary is a paralegal, is a receptionist, is a file clerk, is a gopher. And I think a lot of times now, because of the economy, firms are hiring people with paralegal degrees and expecting them to be able to do some of the administrative work, too, just to be able to, you know, with the economy, meet their needs. So I don't know how much we can do to influence attorneys on what they're going to call people. I do know that NALS provides the education for its members to be able to fit into any role that their firm would require of them. And that's why we've developed the certifications and we try to provide the education either online or in our webinars that that will help a person to be able to advance to whatever level that they'd like to be at. I don't know if that exactly answers your question, but I think we're kind of dictated to by attorneys. As long as they don't call me a paraprofessional, which I keep seeing with disturbing frequency, including in a blog post that showed up in my reader from a major blog in the last couple <laughs> of days, um, I know oh, I hadn't. I had not heard that one yet. So I had. Yeah. I had. As a matter of fact, I think I heard it through your through your uh, blog, Lynn. Well, it actually popped up in another major blog this week. So, and I know the issue of job titles is kind of thorny and delicate, uh, depending on where you work. But uh, Patty, I want to direct this question to you, um, especially since you guys are such a marvelously diverse group, and people are always asking me, you know, what else can I do with my paralegal degree? Um, what are you seeing as far as new legal support staff job titles these days uh, that people with paralegal education? should consider? Well, um, this is a kind of hard one because um, uh, in uh, in my firm, it's very, it's very specific and dictated. There are paralegals and then there are legal administrative assistants. That's the new buzzword here for what was, what used to be called a legal secretary. For myself personally, I've been in a, a legal secretary for 33 years, and I have no problem with being called that, but sometimes the titles are generational um, issues. The, the, the younger generation is not, is not as fond of the legal secretary name as, uh, as, a, as, uh, as we are satisfied with that, so they're looking for something different, perhaps uh, assistant or manager or something of that. I've seen senior legal Legal secretary. I've seen uh, project manager uh, be a title used for paralegals that specifically work on projects and they manage specific projects, uh, more or less in like medical malpractice or, or, or litigation matters. I've also seen project specialists that have 
that have been uh, looking for what what we call paralegals, but that's the title that they're working under. Um, there's also the the role of paralegal supervisor, which has emerged, and that is in a large firm the paralegal that that sort of runs the rest of the paralegals, directs them where the firm needs them to go. I've seen corporate paralegal, but I I personally think that what's going to happen that is that. As, as law firms become very specialized and you see the boutique firms continuously emerging, I think that new titles will emerge as well. So it, it may be blurred no matter what. You may see paralegals that have their name with their initials and say paralegal, and then underneath is the job title that's been assigned to them. That's a really good answer. I, I just I, I find that that is that all of that blending that's going on. It's 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 kind of interesting. Um, we're going to take a quick break right now. We want to acknowledge our sponsors, and when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Patty Infante and Kathy Amarante, president-elect of NALS, the Association for Legal Professionals. Terrace understands the unique demands during litigation. Our clients tell us they are spending less time and money through all phases of legal case management with the customized approach of Terrace. We are a nationally recognized litigation service provider with offices in eight cities, working with law firms and in-house corporate legal groups to provide custom solutions within your budget. Terrace can help. For more information, please call 877-99-TERRACE or visit www.terrace.com. NALA means professional. NALA offers classroom and web-based continuing education and professional development for all paralegals. And NALA's certified paralegal credential has been a gold standard of professionalism for over 30 years. More than 15,000 paralegals have this certification, and nearly 2,000 have achieved the demanding advanced certified paralegal. NALA works actively with others in the legal field to promote the value of paralegals and to advance paralegal professionalism. See more about why NALA means professional at www.nala.org. Welcome back to the Paralegal Voice. I'm Vicki Voison, and our guests today are Patty Infante and Kathy Amarante, President and President-Elect of NALS, the Association for Legal Professionals. Patty, I see that you have a new Future Leaders Development Committee. Exactly what is that, and how will NALS promote future leaders within the organization? Well, we're very excited this year to have established this committee. The Future Leaders Development Committee is a, a training program, so to speak, for NALS future leaders. The, the committee is in its infancy. They're still organizing its direction and focus, but to start off for this year, they have already scheduled online sessions throughout the year as well as uh, webinar topics, things like leading with authority, character and integrity, conflict resolution, and running effective meetings and more so on how to how to uh, you know lead your chapter or your state association um, more simply put uh, this is more more than simply a professional development type committee it is specifically geared toward uh, uh, molding the future of nows leaders and I, I totally agree with you that that leadership development is really important and now I have one last question for Kathy and I'd like to know a little bit more about Think Big and what impact that's had on your membership. Well, the Think Big 
big campaign uh, is is part membership drive and part thinking big for now's future. You know, the fate of associations is an up-and-down thing, and NALS wants to always make sure that we are providing all of the things that our members need and want for their careers. And so we're thinking big in the fact that what can we do that we've never done before that will, you know, bring our education, bring our certification, bring value into a member's uh, life as far as why would you join an association and pay a whole lot of money without getting a value, and that's that's what we're looking for. And we're looking for it in numerous different ways, you know, like uh, our webinars, for instance, that, that's a new thing that we've just developed in the last year because you find the younger generation wants to have their education when they want it. They don't want to necessarily travel. They want it when they're in their pajamas. And so we've developed the web eds, and we have several scheduled uh, two or three a month for this whole year. They're going to cover topics like professional development and education and certification and just about anything our members need. So they used to call it thinking outside the box. We're trying to just call it think big. Uh, the campaign itself for membership, it's its asking our NALS leaders in our local states and local chapters to think big as far as recruiting and retaining that the members that they have to keep us, you know, solvent, to keep us focused on the future and to draw in our younger members and to tell them what would be worthwhile and why they should be joining an association like NALS. I'd like to add, too, this is Patty, I'd like to add, too, that it isn't, as Kathy said, it isn't just a membership campaign. We are asking our members to think big themselves, whether it might be uh, encouraging them to take a certification exam or changing the way their local chapter operates or attending a national conference for the first time or going back to school, whatever it is, we're encouraging our members to think big. Thanks. That's that's a really, I wanted to tell you how wonderful that is. But <laughs> it coming out right. It just did. <laughs> it's a big concept, and it's kind of hard for people to get their grasp of it, you know, Uh we're not used to strategically thinking, so to speak. <laughs> you know, the very nature of our business is to be detail-oriented. So sometimes it's hard to drive the message home, and that's why we're encouraging everybody to just think of the biggest thing that you possibly can, and then go do it. Well, you know, sometimes I think our focus gets a little narrow with our jobs and so forth, so thinking big is is really a good thing. Well, thanks again to Patty Infante and Kathy Amarante, President and President-elect of NALS, the Association for Legal Professionals, for taking the time to be with us today. And to Patty, if, if someone would like more information about NALS, how can they get that? The best way to get it is through, through the NALS website, and that is www.nals.org. Um, or they can always uh, email me. My email address is president at nals.org or Kathy, who is president-elect at nails.org. We'll be happy to answer any questions anybody has. Oh, I like your email. <laughs> um, <laughs> for our listeners, if you have questions about today's show, please email them to theparalegalvoice at gmail.com. We're going to take another short break and come back with some paralegal news and announcements. Be right back. HR 
Introducing Westlaw Deposition Services. Our team will arrange the deposition logistics for you anywhere in the world. Our court reporters are certified live note reporters, making them the very best real-time reporters available. Our professional video production team produces trial-ready video, digitized and synced to the transcript. Experience the Westlaw Deposition Services difference so you can focus on the essential aspects of your work. To schedule a deposition, call 1-800-548-3668 or visit westlawdepositions.com. A video settlement documentary is a powerful tool. It can turn your plaintiff's case into money at the settlement table. Call the professionals at Skyways Communications at 781-551-9960 to find out more. Welcome back to the Paralegal Voice. Um, I'm going to share my monthly social media tip, and today I'm going to talk a little bit about Twitter. Google just announced a new search feature that is going to allow users to look at an entire history of tweets on any given subject. It's going to go back to February 2010 right now, but it's going to go back earlier than that as it gets up and running. This is going to be great if you want to see what peeps are saying about a particular subject, like, say, the iPad or new legislation. Um, And for you highbrow Twitterers, I thought it was interesting that the Royal Shakespeare Company is tweeting a remake of Romeo and Juliet, or such tweet sorrow. So Twitter is a wonderful, wonderful way to learn a very interesting world. And I hope uh, if you haven't explored it yet, that you'll, you'll give it a shot and check it out. And I have a practice tip for our listeners. Uh, I was reminded of this when I was conducting a, a mastermind call earlier in the week for subscribers to Paralegal Strategies. And I was interviewing a, a trial consultant whose name is Kath, uh, Catherine James. And she loves working with paralegals because they have such an insight into how a case is going or how oh, how the attorney or the witnesses are going to be actually perceived at trial, which is very important. Um, to make a long story short, the practice tip is to always be paying attention and to trust your instincts when you're working on a case. If you see anything that might be an issue, be sure to mention it to the attorney. Uh, it might be something the attorney hasn't noticed because, you know, they're they're so focused on the law and the facts that sometimes they don't see that personal side of the case. So um, don't be afraid to speak up and always be on the lookout for things like that. That's great advice, Vicki, because um, in the long run, we all need to remember we're part of the same team and we're all advocating for our client. Um, that's that's all the, right. That's all the time we have today for the Paralegal Voice. Don't forget to check out the show notes on our respective blogs, and that's practicalparalegalism.com and paralegalmentor.com. This is Vicki Voison. And this is Lynn DeVenny. Thanking you for joining us today and reminding you to make your paralegal voice heard. Thanks for listening to the Paralegal Voice with Lynn DeVenny and Vicki Voison. This podcast is produced by the Legal Talk Network. Be sure to get the next edition of the podcast. Subscribe to the RSS feed on LegalTalkNetwork.com or in iTunes. The Lunch Hour Legal Marketing Podcast, your resource for the tips and tactical advice you need to grow your business. Plus, keep up with the news and commentary you crave to stay one step ahead. It's hosted by me, Guy Sakalakis. And me, Conrad Som. Every other week, we break down the issues holding back your marketing strategy and talk about the changes you need to be prepared for. Check out the Lunch Hour Legal Marketing Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. 
or on YouTube.